Hello and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner, in this most curious of times. But I hope you're in a position to sit back, have a glass of wine and enjoy tonight's show, which is going to start with a track by Polly Scattergood. Uh, I've played a few tracks on the show by her, by her before. She's got a new album coming out and she's released this lead single off it and I love it. I've been listening to it non-stop all week. This is called Red.
Holly Scattergood and Red. Wasn't that absolutely incredible? Reminiscent a little, I think, of Tori Amos's Little Earthquakes, but I love the fact no matter how many years you've been listening to music, every so often a track will come along that just hits you right between the eyes and you think you've heard everything and you just haven't. Anyway, that's uh, taken from her forthcoming album, and if you want to go and seek it out, it's called Red. And next up, a track by Hannah Peel. I've been playing a lot of her more kind of electronic stuff and less song-based music over the last year or so, I guess. Um, it's worth remembering, though, that she does do some songs as well. I don't think she's released a song album for a while, but she did do an album a few years ago called Awake But Almost Awake But Always Dreaming, and this track is called All That Matters.
Lovely, the evergreen Hannah Peel and the track All The Matters, taken from her album Awake But Always Dreaming. Now, this week I came across an artist called uh, Emancipator. Um, his real name is actually Douglas Appling, I think, something like that, uh, who's released... Th- four or five albums. Uh, I don't know any of his other stuff at all, but I came across this track uh, on a compilation this week. Uh, The track's called Nevergreen, and it goes something like this.
Douglas Appling, a.k.a. Emancipator, and his track Nevergreen, which was taken from his 2010 album Safe in the Steep Cliffs, if you're interested in hearing more stuff along those lines. Now, do you remember last year there was an article in The Guardian it was like Bjork's top 30 tracks or something and actually gave me, for the first time, really a road into her music and enjoying her music. And I played probably about half a dozen tracks from it and then I kind of got distracted by the stuff. But I went back to it this week um, and picked up this song, which I think is probably one of her better known songs. She has been a closed door to me for so long, so you have to forgive the fact I'm slightly naive when it comes to her back catalogue. But I have really enjoyed uh, listening to this track this week. Taken from her album Post, this is called Hyper Ballad.
Björk and Hyperballad taken from her album Post. And on the subject of those, you know, lists of the top 30 or 50 tracks or whatever by various artists, The Guardian ran one this week for the top 50 Bowie tracks ever. And Bowie's stuff always fits into three categories for me. There's the stuff before Low, which I don't really get on with that well. There's Low Heroes, Lodger and Scary Monsters, which I adore. And there's everything kind of from Let's Dance onwards, which I'm a bit more vague about. And there's albums that are quite highly rated, uh, like Hours and Earth, and that I'm not really familiar with, although I absolutely love the Heathen album. I actually have to say that's a that's a complete standout. So I went my way through these 50 tracks that they'd listed. Um, and there was some early stuff that I kind of disregarded. There was the stuff I was really familiar with. And then I made a note of a few songs to go and listen to in the future. But one song that I noticed was completely missing was Up the Hill Backwards, which is one of my favourite of the uh, Bowie singles. There were four released off Scary Monsters and that was one of them. Um, it's got loads of great things about it. It's got a lovely kind of 7-8 intro, which is kind of slightly disconcerting. Robert Fripp's work is excellent on it. But actually the most interesting thing is that Bowie's actually singing uh, as kind of part of a small ensemble all the way through. He's not doing a lead vocal. It's him and two other people singing. And I can't remember when that was first pointed out to me. Absolutely cool. I was because I'm amazed I've never noticed it. Uh, anyway, you can listen out for all those things now. David Bowie and Up the Hill Backwards. It's in two of 
David Bowie and Up the Hill Backwards from the album Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. And actually, I'm not a big fan of the second side of that album, but the first side, I'd say, is absolutely perfect. So let's move on to Underworld and the Drift Box series, which we're still working our way through. We're just about at the end of uh, the selection from disc four, I think, just one disc left to go. This track is very much from the non-frenetic part of Underworld's catalogue, which is the side that on balance I think I like better. And I love the feel of this. This is called Altitude Dub.
Drop the violin.
Underworld and the track Altitude Dub, which is taken from the Drift box set, and that's from the fourth disc, which is called Space. Now, there was a band around when I was first into music in the late 70s called Throbbing Gristle, who were a synth DIY outfit, <clears throat> and they were too out there for me uh, at that time. I like synth pop, and that's very much not what they were. And the frontman of them, uh, a guy called Genesis P. Orridge, um, seem to always be one step ahead of me in terms of what I like. So I can look back on their stuff now and kind of enjoy some of it and see the merits of it. But he was always, just always moving on and I could never really actually get on with him uh, around uh, whatever he was doing at the time. Sad to report that he passed away last week. So I was looking for a track to play uh, by uh, by his band, who actually uh, coined the term, apparently, according to The Guardian, industrial music, named after their record label, Industrial. And I'm not sure I believe that. I think that term came around from the use of music concrete and using objects and things. But, I mean, maybe I was wrong. Anyway, here's the sort of the most palatable track I could find by Throbbing Gristle, taken from their amusingly titled Throbbing Gristle's Greatest Hits. This track is called United.
Gristle and United, which you can pick up on their album, Throbbing Gristle's Greatest Hits. Rest in peace, Genesis P. Orridge, or Genesis P. Orrible, as my friend Bob used to call him. So I was in the office this week, and one of my colleagues put on a track by Aphex Twin, as they're one to do from time to time, taken from his album, Syro. And do you know what I love about this song is that it starts off just like in the first four beats, the first very first time. It sounds so seductively like something you'd kind of want to get along with and enjoy just kind of bopping along with. And it, it just keeps taking all these odd turns all the way through. It's a really discombobulating and yet enjoyable piece of music. This is called Product 29.
Aphex Twin and Product 29 from the album Syro. I have to say, I'm genuinely surprised by how much I've come to love that over the course of the week while I've been listening to the playlist. So you might remember that I picked up the album Suddenly by an artist called Caribou a couple of weeks ago. It was recommended very highly uh, in The Guardian, yet again, my source of all my music. Um, I haven't really got on with the album that well. Uh, my friend John decided, well, I said he probably thought it was a bit dancey for me, and I think he was probably right. Uh, but however, I have found one track on there, the final track on the album, actually, as it happens, which I do really like, and I think you'll see why when I play it for you now. This is called Cloud Song.
song taken from his recent album suddenly which is to say i'm not a huge fan of but you know what if you like dance music you might well like that which brings us to the final track of the show i'm going to play something by simple minds i was listening to their album this week sons of fascination uh, which is a real huge favorite of mine and particularly the opening track which may well be my favorite ever track by simple minds uh, uh, Entrancer's mission it's called i've played it on the show before but i've realized i never played this live version 
taken from their 5 by 5 tour, which they did a few years ago, where they played five tracks from each of their first five albums. Uh, well, six, really, because Sons of Fascination and Sister Feelings Call were two albums that came out together. Um, and, you know, it occurs to me that Charlie Burchill really never gets the credit he deserves as a guitarist. He is an absolutely brilliant guitarist. And I think this track shows it off really well. And he was such a minimalist part on the original studio recording, and yet he somehow managed to be all over this without being intrusive. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, before I kick that off, I'll just say thanks very much for listening. I hope you're keeping well. I hope you'll be back next week. And until then, cheers. Bye. Bye.